This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. It's 6.42. We'll get into our conversation with Lorna Fitta in a short while. Community Diary. Indeed, and that is the very angle that we are going with Lorna this morning, um, the founder and chairperson of the Lonella Foundation. Good morning to you, Lorna. How are you? I'm good, thanks. And how are you? I'm okay, thank you. Guys, can you believe Lorna says she's in, she's she was nervous? No, <laughs> Why? Um, it's my first time, so I'm believe good. This is me. Like I never thought in my what is dreams of good things or me no so, so it's my first time so I'll, yeah i'm nervous so when you put the foundation together yeah what was the plan to make an impact to change someone's life to make a difference so that was the plan and what better way to do it on a radio medium right i believe <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> so talk to us, Vela, about the foundation. You want to make an impact. You want to change somebody's yeah. life. But what is the kind of work that you are doing? Um, so the work we do is we want to... We're saying no to poverty, not only in food. When we say no to poverty, we say no to, no to poverty in all its aspects, everywhere, in all ages. No poverty to not having clothes. No poverty to not having cosmetics. No poverty to not having ama medication for our cock, for mm. example. So we're saying no to poverty in everything and to quality, quality education. We were focusing on metrics. We have this annual stationary drive with metrics where we provide stationary packs for them before they start their final exams. But now from next year till forever, um, we're focusing on grade fours, primary schools, nice. grade 11s, grade 10s. We want to fix schools and my windows. We want to provide textbooks for the schools. So that's our work. We, it's just a, a small foundation, but we grow each and every single year. Yeah. Yeah, that's our focus. So, you know, if you say, you know, you want to provide these things for the learners, specifically, yeah. you know, grade fours, grade fives, whatever, you know, whatever grade that these children are in, have you spoken and been in collaboration with the Department of Education to ensure that, you know, they understand the work that you're doing as a foundation? Not yet. Not yet. Are we still trying to get connections because it's not, it's hard to apply. These people, um, the government, they don't even respond to our emails. So we need to, we need exposure. I think we need exposure so that they can see that we're actually here. We do exist, exist and we want to, want to have connections with them. Mm. So we, we're working on that. We're working on that. All right. All yeah. the best. All the best Thank with you. that. But, you know, as a young person yourself, how have you tried to empower the teenagers that you actually work with um, through your foundation? Okay, let me start by saying this. Empowerment does not come from selfishness, number one. It comes from selfless giving. So when I rise up, I don't represent myself only. I represent the other women. So without even realizing that I'm rising with other women. So mm. it is important for me to empower these young people because it makes them to to see their full potential and to let them live their fulfilled lives and to make better um, decisions, life decisions, for example, in health choices, mm. mental well-being, whatever they do. If you empowered, you can break a cycle of, for example, poverty or discrimination. 
So with the foundation, we, we empower girls, especially in schools, and we visit um, the shelters around Joburg, but now we going to Pumalanga, nice. Eastern Cape, KZN, um, just to have a conversation with them, ask them what's the problem, where do you see yourself, what do, what's your purpose, mm. um, where do you need help with, where can we start, where do we start? Mm. That's how we empower the leaders. I mean, Ntogozo, the caller that we had shortly, uh, a short while ago, I mean, he spoke about, you know, a friend of his um, who is on drugs and it's, if I'm not mistaken, passed away, right? Yeah. Um, and we do know that communities are where these children are, right? These young teenagers that you want to empower. They're within a community. And that's where we see these social ills, you know, alcoholism, drug abuse, um, you know, gender-based violence. We see violence, period, you know. Um, Men against men, you know, fighting with each other. When you speak to these young teenagers, how do you ensure that your message that you share with them land so that they are able to remember it but also to remember that they are within the community but they don't have to do the things that the communities are doing the the bad things that the communities are doing when you speak to what what message do you share okay for example in 2021 i -hmm. went to alexandra to donate um 170 packs for them, sanitary pads and cosmetics so when i spoke to the ladies i told them that Namklanjo, you here just because I'm not choice. But the moment you when the choice to this is not the life I want to live. Mm. When I come back next year, I left them with the word words with when I come back the following year, which is this year, um, I want to see Uguti. I saw the Isima Baba's son when I left. Mm. So this year the it, this is a chance for me to see Guti. Did they actually listen to me? For example, um, I told them, Guti, we can't be playing Ngabafana. Like, men are just using us. For example, with us being young ladies, we're just getting pregnant. And as much as at school, they teach us about pregnancy, um, teenage pregnancy, and how to control yourself, how to be a lady. But when we are girls, we teach each other. Um, we discuss these things. I feel like it will make a difference. So, I leave them with words that I know good. When I come back, I'll ask the same question. What have you done? Mm, mm. And then, um, what do you think that there's still a stigma around period poverty? I mean, you're handing out these sanitary, peg, uh, these sanitary packs, right? Yeah. Do you think that stigma is still there around period poverty? It is still there. Um, first of all, menstruation is still the taboo topic. And... It of, often leads to an embarrassment topic or like it just... Just, like we can't have open discussions about menstruation and mm. so this leads or it affects us or it prevents us from having open discussions about menstruation and sanitary pads are still expensive so there's some school um some learners 83 percent of the learners actually don't even go to school because of these things the um sanitary pads so it's still there and we are grateful to those um foundations or organizations that um, they have these campaigns um, and poverty, period poverty campaign. Uh, their voices are allowed, but they're not allowed enough because these people that have the power to end the poverty, they're not actually doing anything. We can't see anything. Mm. Yes, by a slower, but we can't see any difference. For example, me, when I go to buy the um, the pads, I always complain. I'm just like, oh, this is 43 rands. It was like 32 it's rands um, years ago. How is it 
for the did I complain? So imagine someone that can't even afford it, mm. how she feels. So it's still bad. Uh, we'll keep on fighting, but it's bad. Mm. We're trying, mm. but we'll keep on fighting. I mean, just the thought, you know, I mean, and there's also been calls often that, you know, these things must actually be free. Exactly. Right? Sanitary pads should be free. Sometimes when, when I pray, I even ask God, God, can you just, I don't know, please give me an idea how to make pads so I can just donate them for free. I don't mm. know. They don't have to buy the pads from me. I can just give them away for free. Yeah, just yeah. to give them away. Yeah. So share with us then your event that is taking place on the 26th of August. What can we expect there? Okay, on the 26th of August, um, on Saturday, next week, Saturday, we have an event um, in Alexandra. Our goal is to donate um, feminine hygiene bundle. We call it we call it a feminine hygiene bundle. And inside that bundle, it's a sanitary pad, Colgate, um, toothbrush, tissue oil. It's just the basic cosmetics for a girl. Um, our goal is 100 girls. Uh, we will have speakers from the provincial government, local government, um, from Alex, uh, and speakers to just empower the ladies, um, have conversations with them, and have fun. We'll be dancing. Oh, there's, there's a lot of things that's going to be happening, and we're still calling sponsors. Please come sponsor us, because we not just want to donate 200, actually. If we have a sponsor or we have funds, why not 500 people? Because Alex is, you know, it's a huge, huge... It's a huge township. It's a huge township. So I feel like 100 is not enough. So if we can just make it to 500, perfect. You're making a difference, though. You are yeah. aware, right? Even yeah. if it's just 100. Yes. But how are your events um, welcomed or how, how are they received? You know, you've done this before. And what was the reception like from the young ladies? Okay, from the young ladies, <laughs> what's actually funny is... When I actually, um, when I visit these schools or shelters, one one thing about me, I'll leave a lot of numbers. Because, hi, can I please take a number? Can we, can we have dates? So I feel like they're happy with what I'm doing. Mm. But also, the outside world, they give us negative comments such as, you won't save all these girls, Lorna. Actually, those comments, they're the one that make me to push harder, like go harder, because mm. I believe that's my purpose is to make a difference, to make a difference. Um, it's to serve in humanity. And I'm saving my ladies, but not just ladies, everyone of the brothers, our brothers. So how they receive me is actually great. And thanks to my team as well, because, yeah, no, they work hard. Mm. I put pressure on them. So you don't just do work then for the young ladies. You're no. also doing work for, like you say, you know, the the, the, the men, yes. the grannies as well. What are some of the things that some of the projects that you're working on for that for that for those for the other gender, but also for the older <laughs> generation? Yeah. So for um, Manila's month, mm-hmm. uh, we went to Soweto, um, Soweto Old Age Home. We, we were visiting our grannies. Like my grandmother is my everything. So um, we went to visit um, an old age home in Soweto. We gave them. So when I was speaking to the management at Soweto, they told me, hey, these ladies and these gokos, they don't have a lunchbox. When they go to clinics, they can't even carry Iskaftina because oh, no. people diabetic, that are di- diabetic, diabetic, they have yeah. to have Iskaftina all the time because when you, they can't get hungry. So I met Shoguti, I donate those lunchboxes from them because one thing about me, I believe that with everything that I have is because I give. Mm. All the blessings I have, are from giving. So we focus on everyone. 
But with the other gender, which is male, we, we don't have a project for them yet. Okay. Yeah, but it's coming. It's coming. It's still, in the pipeline. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is about planning. We're still planning. We're yeah. still planning. Yeah. And so then for somebody that would like to assist you um, with your projects, and especially the one that's coming up on the 26th of August, how can they do so? Um, please email us at clonellafoundation at gmail.com. We have all social media pages, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Clonella Foundation. All right. So that's how they can get in touch with you. Why did you call it Clonella Foundation, by the way? Clonella um, means respect, so it's named after my second name. My name is Lorna Clonella Fit. Okay. So, yeah, I thought when you serve in humanity, you need to respect those people. So, it connects Clonella and to serve. Works together. It works together. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much, Lona Fita, for your time this morning and all the best with your foundation. Thank you so much for having me. It really Lona, means a lot. Lona Fita is the founder and chairperson of the Lonella Foundation. Mark that date, 26 August 2023. They are having an event. Of course, um, they're calling it a feminine hygiene bundle. Um, that is the project name, and it will be. They are targeting a hundred women from the Alex community in Alexandra, and you can go to Clonella Foundation on all social media platforms to get more information. You've been listening to a Power ninety eight point seven podcast. For more podcasts, visit power nine eight seven dot co dot za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.